God'll get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God'll get you for that, Walter, is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of God'll Get You For That, Walter. But not this episode. Not this episode. Although there were moments. There were definite moments where where he could have. Where he could have. Welcome. My name is Tomcat, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, co-star, and mother... Tony Homper. <laughs> oh, my uni. <laughs> Just thinking Idiot. about it. <laughs> and welcome to God Will Get You For That, Walt. Uh, welcome to God Will Get You For That, Walt. Walter. a podcast where we talk about the 1970s hit sitcom, Maud. Uh, and this is episode 42. Is it? I think it's episode 42. No, I think it's, I thought it was episode. 41? It's, oh, you're 42. right. 42. I had it wrong. Not always laws. I had not it wrong. Always laws. It is episode 42. Uh, and we are discussing season two, episode 18, mm-hmm. Maud's Revolt. Maud's Revolt. Which aired January 22nd, 1974. Which aired literally, let's see, we're in 2022, 49 years ago. Wow. Her, d- close uh, to her, no, very, 40 48 years ago. Okay, so... That was Maud's age in this episode. Isn't that weird? What a coincidence. We love those coincidences. We do. Um, It was directed by Hal Cooper, as per usual. Mm -hmm. Uh, The teleplay was written by Lila Garrett. And the writer for the episode was Ken Hecht. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what'd you think of the episode? I love this one. This was one of my favorite. This is another good, one of my favorites. It was a, it was a really good one. Definitely one that like showcases everyone's respective characters. Yes, yes. And it was a very big ensemble cast, like lots yes. and lots of guest stars. Yes. Um, I do not. I did not write down any of um, the guest stars, but I know that Fred Grandy reprised his role for as, as Christopher. Chris. Yes. Uh, we obviously had you know the usual suspects: Conrad Bain, Adrian mm-hmm. Barbeau, mm-hmm. Rue McClanahan, mm-hmm. Bill Macy, of yes. course. Um, but there were also others, and uh, there was yeah. one. Well, the really the only one who stood out was uh, whoever played George Krupkin. George Krupton. 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 C R U P T O N. Okay. And he, he was played by yes. And of course, this is as we said, Maud's Revolt, season two, episode. 18. Maud's Revolt. I'm. <laughs> Revolt. Wow, Maud's Revolt. I, my, Maud's dys- Re- my dyslexia is just the worst. That's all right. It's a real thing, kids. It's a real thing. It is, it is. So who. Oops. No, for freak's yeah. sake. Bear with us. Bear with us. Bear. bear. We're, we're experiencing we're, some technical. You know, we're doing this live and. Uh, Richard Collier. Oh, okay. Richard, Dick Collier. And what Mr. else did Crumpton. he do? He did a lot. Um, oh, he died in 2000 at the age of 80. Okay. Uh, let's well, see. Well, he wasn't young in this, in this one. No. So. No, he was not. He was uh, probably a little little older. What? Amanda's. He was the old man in Amanda's. Another B. Another Arthur B. Show. Arthur show. But only, that only lasted one, one season. season. And it was a, um, a an was American, an Americanized of, version of Faulty Towers. Faulty Towers, yes. Faulty Towers with... Um, yes. Oh, I could see his face plain as day. Oh, uh, John Cleese? John Cleese. Yes. John Cleese. From uh, Monty Python. From Monty Python, yes. So he did oh, Flush, Archie Bunker's Place. Quincy. Quincy M.E. Chips. Chips. Hardy Boys, Hardy Nancy Boys, Drew. Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew. Oh, the Hardy Boys. I had of co- such, of course you such did. a crush on Sean Cassidy. Of course you did. I Let mean, me who didn't you. have a crush on Sean Cassidy? Let me tell you. What else? Oh, Beretta. Beretta, Lincoln, Little, Little House, House on, on the, the Prairie. Prairie. Oh, I love that He was show. in Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles? 
as Dr. Sam oh, Johnson. It, yeah, Mr. Crupton. Mr. Crupton. George Crupton. and George Crupton. Okay. He did a lot. He, he Kung did. Fu. Kung Hawaii Fu. Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii The No Mercy Man. The new Andy Griffith. Here's Lucy. Here's, here's Lucy. The Bill Cosby Show. Oh, Hello, Dolly. Vandergelder's Barber. Oh, Look at that. That was, the Barbra, that. that was the Barbra Streisand. Hello, right. darling. So, so, he so he's lot. done a lot. Petticoat he a Junction. Lot. Oh, Petticoat. I love Petticoat The Beverly Hillbillies. He was in Batman as Big Otto. Big Valley. Big Valley. Oh, Big Valley. Be Batman. The yeah, Batman ben as Casey. Otto Puffendorfer. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, so he, he has Mr. another very Ed, storied... Mary Oh, it's Mary my three sons, my three sons, many happy Dennis returns. Dennis the Menace, oh, Dobie Gillis, girls, girls, girls. So many things. He We're was continuing in. to go backwards in time through through Bonanza, Sugarfoot, Peter Gunn, Peter Gunn. North to Alaska. My goodness, what a story! History, father, yeah. Imitation Maverick, of Rally Around the Flag, Studio Fifty Seven, Studio One. Studio One. God is my partner. Monkey on the back. Monkey on my back. I don't know any of those. Neither do I. These older things. I don't. I don't these know. are all. These are all like sixties. The millionaire. Like 50s, right? 60s I've heard movies. of the millionaire. The girl can't help it. Uncredited. Like all of these are uncredited. Alfred Hitchcock. He was just, yeah. Yeah. So he did a lot. A lot. Storied, storied history. He has. So. Storied history. He has. But we'll get to we'll get more to uh, George Jerky, jo Jerky George Crupton Jerky in a George moment. Crupton. So this episode deals heavily with again the battle of the sexes, yes. men and women. Yes. Um, and uh, you know it starts with we're in the living room. We're in the living room. It's yes. dark. It's dark in the living room. Yes. And Walter has been planning this very big surprise party for, for Maud. Maud. It's her birthday. It is her birthday. She's forty-eight years old. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's shushing everybody. And it sounds like gas escaping. Yes. So, oh. We love that journey for us, yes. don't we? Yes, We love that journey for us. Okay. It's the, bear with us. It's crazy Long Island weather. We have winter one day and spring the next. That's right. So... But global warming isn't a thing. It's not a thing. It's really That's one issue that I really wish that Maud tackled was, was, climate, was climate change. But they, they, they didn't, didn't have, have that problem. They didn't well, have problem. They well, they did. They did, but it, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't well known. It was not the problem that it is today. Yeah. It was not the problem that it is today. Yes. See, back then, all we all we started know, hearing about was like how we were destroying the ozone layer. That yes. was the big thing. It was the destruction Weren't, of the ozone like layer. Like the, the spray, the spray, all the spray uh, things that had... Uh, the uh, fluorocarbons were destroying yeah. the ozone layer, and yeah, yeah and that you know we were creating the hole in the. In and the then ozone. at one point the hole closed up, and they, now right, and now know. here we are. I know, and things are still terrible. Things are still terrible. But we digress. <laughs> we we have no choice. Uh. We're not we're not meteorologists. No. Although I made a joke that meteorologist in Greek means liar. I would believe that. I have no problem. So the doorbell rings. The doorbell rings, and Walter is freaking out. Right, because it's Maud's this big group of people, it. and they're all, like, Maud's gonna hear the bell, and right. like everyone's shushing each other, yeah. shushing, 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 like, shh, shh. Can we just say the whole idea of him throwing the surprise party in their own house? Yes, is so foreign, stupid. That too. But let me tell you something. My father did that to my mother. Oh. Yeah. And did it go over well? No, because she knew. She found <laughs> out. So all she could think about was how she had to get like everything spotlessly spick and span before everybody came over. So, and what made it even worse was um, we had a a Manx cat. Yes. Right before the 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 party, I was I was little. 
Um, I, I the cat was like looking out the window, and I um, I I pu- tried to push the cat out of the way, and the cat bit my hand. <gasps> so of course you started crying. I had I had to be rushed to like the emergency. For like you know tetanus shot shots and all, and all that stuff. Yeah. And my mother still had all these people heading over. She was not. She was not thrilled. I don't, <laughs> she, I don't imagine that she would be happy about any of that. Thrilled with my father for any of this. Um. So yeah, ne- never a good idea. I can only imagine how much cleaning your mother would have had to have done to make that house as spotless as possible in the seventies. Well, plus for a party. Plus, my my father's mother, my my paternal grandmother, yeah. was coming over, who always had to do like the white glove test. Oh, so my no. mother knew no matter how much she cleaned, how dust free, how spick and span, my grandmother she'd find something. Nope, <laughs> absolutely not. She would find something. It's, it's a trifle uh, dusty in here. Yes. Did you take out the duster? Yeah. So, yeah. Hard pass. So never a good thing. Hard pass. So it's Arthur and Vivian at the door. It is Arthur and Vivian at the door. And uh, Walter opens the door to say, hello. And Arthur says, hi, Walter. Uh, Just screaming. Yes. Of course, screaming at the top of his lungs. Yes. Um, and again, Walter is like trying to shush him. Because they don't want more they to don't hear want more him. To know. They don't want more to know that anybody's there. So Arthur, though, comes up with a, a, a cover story. Saying that he's there to pick up garbage. He's there to borrow some garbage. There to borrow some garbage. He needs it for his new, new, uh, garbage, for his new dis- garbage disposal. disposal. Does, do you have a garbage disposal? Nope. I've never like lived... In a home with a I have never disposal. lived such a bougie lifestyle yeah, as to have either. a garbage disposal. Are they a thing anymore? I don't think so. I think if anything, people have like things for composting. Composting, Which incineration. I don't have like they're either gonna they're either gonna burn it or they're gonna trash it. Yeah. Like that's yes. That's the way it goes. So, uh, and uh, I think I think uh, uh, George Krupp 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 Krupton Krupton. He got a hello. He got a hello from he Arthur. He got a hello from and Arthur. Again, like just shouting across the room. Yes. Um. So at that point, like Arthur says, "Oh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the garbage." Thanks Maud. for the garbage. And you hear Maud bellow downstairs. Anytime, Time, Arthur. Arthur. Uh. So uh, Walter's saying that he's he's gonna bring Maud down. Arthur says that they they need, they need a to sing. tell. They need, they need a, a signal. signal. They need to tell. They need a signal. So he comes so up. So Arthur with, says, "Why don't you just say?" Via con Dios. Via con Dios. What, yes. What a, what a signal. Because Arthur is full of such wonderful witticisms yes. today. Yes. And you know what? I never I, I never really knew. I never thought about it that via con Dios means go with God. You never knew that? I never knew that. I, I mean, I, I know. I When he said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, via con Dios one is of my, God. But I ne- it never it never registered. One of my favorite Ricky songs was Via Con Dios. Really? Yeah. Okay. I remember the first time I heard him singing, I'm just like, this is such a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sing it for you people because who knows what's going to happen. Well, you're not getting paid. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I'm not going to pay. If I was getting paid, it'd be a different story. True story. Uh-oh. Uh, last, <laughs> last, last summer when I did the uh, the drag invasion at Fire Island. Yeah. I'm like, you know, they... they, uh, they, they uh, Call you over as before you get uh, on the, onto the ferry. Yeah. It was um, Boudoir Lafleur. It yes. was um, uh, Tina Burner. Yeah. I think and Kimmy Moore, and of course Tina. Kimmy Moore and Tina yes. Burner from Drag Race. From RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, and you, like you go over there, like and they're like, oh, tell us, tell us your name, and you know, I was like, I'm 
Tony Holmperm, the singing diva of Long oh, Island, and Tina was like, oh, do you want to sing something for us? I said, no, I'm not getting paid. And she was like, well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> That's a thing. So she was like, it's a real thing. She was like, you know what? No, you're not getting paid? No, you don't need to sing. <laughs> it's true. I mean, but, uh, it, but it is true. I don't like... One of the things that I enjoy about TikTok is that I've been able to like mm-hmm. sing different songs, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that fact. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being able to do that. But the problem is, if I don't have a piano accompaniment, it's kind of superfluous. Eh. Yeah, do what you can. You do what you can. You yeah. do what you can. I mean, there's so much stuff on TikTok that doesn't make sense. But you want to laugh? Yes, I do. When I so I sang uh, Only Fools Rush In by Elvis Presley. Right. And I sang it in my key. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to get the tempo right. I was trying mm-hmm. to get the pace of the song mm-hmm. right. And I couldn't for the life of me do it. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, when you're recording on your phone, it'll be a metronome Oh, in the, re- in the record button. Uh-huh. It'll just open and then close. Oh. Open and close. And it was... That's how I kept pace. Oh, okay. That's how I kept pace with the song. Oh, interesting. Yep. I didn't know that. Well, because at one point TikTok was called Musically. Really? Yep. Music. Well, Music.ly. Oh. And uh, it was all about music, and it was all about dancing, and hmm. now it's about yeah, everything. Everything. You know, I I I think about like the internet, and the, you know, originally we were calling like the information superhighway. And now, now it's the, the entertainment superhighway. But but now I'm like, I mean, all the things of, you know, information that could be shared possibly to make the world a better place. And what comes up on my feed is like people popping pimples. <laughs> <laughs> we Blackhead have, removal. I'm we like... <laughs> have performers. We have singers. We have dancers. And we also have... Pimple poppers. Pimple poppers. Yes, I'm just like among other things. Yeah, among among other things. Among we, other things. Yes. Well, well, not not on TikTok. Twitter, however. Oh, oh my goodness, the things, the, the things, things you, you see, see when you Twitter. haven't got your gun. The things you see when you haven't got your yes. gun. Yes, I hate you. Yeah. So yes, but that's Twitter. But we but we digress. We digress. So oh. Walter, he goes up to get Maud, and we see Maud upstairs, and now we, we have see to Maud comment. playing. Uh, we see Maud at first playing with these bracelety ear, like hoop yes. earrings or bracelet situations, yes. and she's putting them on her chest to like yes. almost like a brooch, right? And then she puts them on her I th- by her ears, and she yes. didn't like that. And then she put it on her nose, on her nose, like, and, <laughs> and she smiles, and she's like, "Yep, this is how I'm going to do. Yes. this is exactly how I'm going to do it." Which is funny because now people would actually wear that. Yep. But she was wearing this beautiful harvest orange mm-hmm. um, pantsuit oh, the, dress yes, situation. The, the outfit was beautiful. The outfit was gorgeous. And that's honestly what I base a lot of my looks off mm-hmm. of when I do mod. And I'm not, I don't think anybody's really like a huge, orange is a rough, it's a, it's a hard color. Orange is a difficult color It's a to difficult wear. color it's to wear. It's a very difficult color But to that wear. orange was beautiful. That orange looked great on it her. It really did. But you also have to take into consideration like it was The filmed, 70s. It was the 70s and it was filmed yes. probably on something where the color may have been a little different. Because there was one outfit that I remember looking up online mm-hmm. and in the episode mm-hmm. it was orange. Uh-huh. But in pictures, it was red. Hmm. So it's very interesting to like see that that dynamic shift change because yeah. if 
doing theater has taught me anything, it's that if you're going to have one color on stage, it better have come from the same bolt every time. Yeah. Because yeah. if it didn't, you're going to end up with Completely two different, different shades of, of, a di of a specific color, yeah. and it's a nuisance. Yes. Even black is a difficult color, because if you oh. get if you get one shade of black and then the stage light shines on it, it may come up a little gray. Oh, sure. Just, it, oh, color theory. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> well, we digress. But we'll anyway, the outfit was it was it was beautiful. Yep, it was a pleated uh, pleated palazzo pants mm -hmm. with a orange dress mm -hmm. and then an orange vesty jacket mm -hmm. over it. Mm -hmm. with like, um, yeah. it, was, it was just very it was very attractive. It was yes. very, it was a handsome it was a handsome outfit. Yes, it was a very handsome outfit. And Maud is lamenting like, why another birthday? Why at my age do I have to have yes. another birthday? I can sympathize with that. Of course you can, because you too are only a few years away from a specific age. Yes. Which we will not mention. We will not discuss on this program. Under pain of death. <laughs> Under pain of death. For some. He's literally gonna, she's literally going to take <laughs> kerosene, throw it all over my drag that I'm looking at right now, and just set it ablaze. I would never do that to somebody's drag. Yes, you would. I would do it to the person, but not <laughs> their drag. I can always, re I can, I can always, re re you know. Wow, so you drag. would just give it to somebody else. Well, of course. That's love. Find oh. another drag daughter. That... <laughs> Rude! You're a Welcome to God. Welcome to the last episode, <laughs> the last episode. of God Will Get You for That Walter. <laughs> Didn't we say that in the very first one? Yes, we did. First, the first, first and last. One, the first and last. Oh, my. Um, Someone is lamenting, yes, that she is getting older. Yes. And, you know, she ends up making a couple of jokes about how she doesn't look a day over 47 or a day over 46. Was, it was originally 41. Yes. And, and Walter, you know, she said even though she was going to be 40, I think she said 46. Six. Yeah. She didn't look a day over forty one. Yeah. And Walter said, "Maud, you're forty eight. She says, "I don't look a day over forty three. <laughs> uh, that's something I do. Uh, absolutely. That is, that is something I would do. Absolutely. Um. And so I, at that point, and it, Walter was telling her that she still looked beautiful. Yep. Um. I, I do, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> so mod, modest, Maud. Yeah. So modest, modest. Maud. Uh, so they, there's, you know, noise coming up from downstairs. At that point, yeah, there's a, cr there's a crash. There's a crash. There's a crash heard. And, you know, Maud says, what, what was that? And right. Walter's like, yeah, it was probably just Chris and Chris Carol fooling around. around. And he calls down, Carol, was that you and Chris fooling, fooling around? around? <laughs> and Carol is holding her head. I don't know what, like, I wish that there was more context into what happened to the casserole dish. Yeah. Or what happened to, to oh, the no, piece of crystal. We never found out. We never found out. But Carol's holding her head and she calls mm. up to Walter saying, Yes, that's Walter, me. that's me and Chris fooling around. Fooling around. <laughs> and Maud says, Well, I wish they would, like, stop fooling around and keep their hands off the, my crystal. She said she wishes they would fool around with each other and not, 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 not her, her crystal. crystal. Uh, so now we get into the crux of the matter at heart. Yep. Where uh, Maud tells Walter there's something that she really, really wants him to do. Um, she wants him to devote all his time to her tonight. Yep. That Will he, you stay with stay me? Will with you be me. with me? Will you hold on yes. to me for the duration of the evening? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and Walter says that he won't. He, he says he won't move from her side. And... Uh, I think that's as they were, they were walking out, and that's... Yep, they start walking out, and that's when Walter cries out, Wait! Via Condios! No, before that. He no, was, before that? Before that. He, he, he said something about, um, about you know, his heart. 
Remember? And then he and then he patted her behind. That's right. Yes, yes, and yes. And yes, yes. like, that's that's not, that's not my heart. My heart. <laughs> and he he said, uh, it's it's, it's it, not. It little, was something about her little heart. Her little heart. Her little heart. Yes. And he pat anything your little heart anything desires. Your little heart and pats desires. her bottom. He pats her bottom, and, he, and she says, "That's not that's, that's not, not my heart. heart." And he said, "It's it's, it's not, not little either. It's not little either. <laughs> and I mean, even I do this where I will like hold up my hand like a claw fashion and just hold it right up to your face. Well, that's what Maud did. Maud held her yes. claws right up to Walter's face. Yes. <laughs> and then they start walking downstairs. That's when Walter starts with the via con Dios. Yes. And Maud's like, you know... You're, you're, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, just in case Carol and Chris are fooling around yes. downstairs, I want them to know, via con Dios! Yeah, so he's saying that he's yelling via con Dios just as a, to give Chris and Carol just a heads up. incredibly awkward. So they don't, you know... Incredibly awkward. Come upon them fooling around and uh, Maud's like you're you're carrying on like Ricky Ricardo Desi Arnaz Desi having Arnaz. a tooth pulled that's right so that, that, uh, then Walter says I'm just checking to make I'm just calling down to make sure that Carol and Chris stop fooling around right. and that we're coming down right um, or something of equal or better value yes um, and I think Maud says something to the effect of uh, if they're not fooling around they're deadly serious mm-hmm mm-hmm so they they proceed to start going down the stairs. They proceed to start going down the stairs. And at the top of the stairs, we see them coming down. We see them coming down. The crowd is all scattered because they're hidden. And it's Carol's dark. like, "Shh, they're on their way down now." Right. Um, and you know, Maud pronounces, "If you leave me alone with Jerky George Crupton, because apparently they were going to some affair yes. where they were all at." Yes. Well, um, I, was, no, I don't think it was about leaving her alone with with Jerky George Crupton. I no, think it, it was, wasn't them. It was it was about um, leaving her leaving her like I think when they that that time when when they were when they went when they were with George, Jerky George Crupton. It was something about that. The last time they were with Jerky George Crupton, he okay. did the same behavior yeah. where he he you know went off with the men and left her. Yep. So. Um, and then at that point, everyone yells. After she's already called him Jerky George Crupton, yep. they now they yell, yell, surprise! And, and Maud is shook. Yeah, because who's standing there right in front of her is Jerky George Crupton. Uh, who she, who she uh, calls, George, you darling. <laughs> <laughs> I knew all the time. Yes. I knew all the time. Yes. I knew you were here. Yes. I knew you were all here. I was... I was Teasing you, Jerky George. Jerky George Crupton. And he has the most interesting laugh. Yeah. He laughs like a hyena. Yes, like a hyena. He laughs like a hyena. Yes. And, and it's uh, just too much. Yeah. Like, do so, less. Do so less. Maud so. says, this is the nicest near surprise uh, to have all, all her closest friends. Yep. You can't believe it. And I don't or, believe or, we've uh, met. I don't believe we've met. Yeah, she's like, yes. I don't believe we've been introduced. Yeah, apparently there's a couple there that uh, she didn't know, even though she thought it was all her closest and friends. And it was a business, not a business associate, but a friend of Walter's. Yes, yes. So it was this gentleman who distributes like, distributes mini, mini computers. computers. How's about that for a throwback? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. How's about that one? I remember when I first got my, my first calculator. Mm-hmm. Yes, is you know that's what, ladies and gentlemen. Years ago, they were called mini computers. Today, they are called calculators. calculators. But nobody, nobody has a calculator. No anymore. one has you a have calculator. A calculator you have a phone on your. There's phone. a calculator up on your phone. I, 
do you know how much money that my mother spent on scientific scientific calculators? Really? That they now have like most of those functions oh, yeah. on the calculator oh, yeah. app? Yeah. It's tremendous. Yes. Tremendous. Yes. Yes. Very cool. I remember I was taking trig in, uh, I don't know if it was trig or algebra, when I was in high school, and we we were forced, we were forced mm -hmm. to buy these like hundred dollar mm -hmm. scientific calculators. Yeah. And I remember one of my, cal I remember the calculator that I had. Was it a Texas Instruments? Yeah, of course it was a Texas Instruments. Uh -huh. like TI-89 or TI-86 yes. or something yes. of that effect. And it was stolen. Oh, no. It was stolen. Um, it was stolen by like the traditional school bullies where it was just oh. like, mm, you know, I'm like, whatever. what were they ever even going to do with it? I don't know. I mean, from what I understood, they destroyed it. Oh. From what I understood, they destroyed it and oh. then they had to pay to have it purchased back. Oh. Um, and the assistant principal at the time gave me the cash to give to my mother to buy the calculator. Uh -huh. And the kids had to cough up the dough to the assistant principal. And one of the kids uh -huh. brought in a bag, a Ziploc bag of quarters, dimes, and nickels. Oh, well. <laughs> He's dead now. Oh, really? Yeah, huh? Oh, my Lord. I, 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 I was going to say, ooh. I was about to say something dirty. I kid you not. Uh -huh. He is he's dead now. Oh my. One of them is dead. I don't know if uh. the other two are. Hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. Either. Yeah. At least well. I'm not better. Yeah. Well, I'm they... alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they already started embarked on a, a life of crime in junior high. <laughs> the future did not bode well. The future did, the future looked bleak. It looked bleak the even then. The future looked bleak. So. Oh my lord. I'm going to love listening back to that. Oh my god. Oh, it's terrible. I was actually good friends with his uh, younger brother because him and I did, uh, his younger brother and I did chorus together. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when I found out that he passed, I was like, oh, that's so sad. Not really. Was it drugs? Mm. Oh, and it was. Oh, there you go. There you go. There is. But, a, I mean, to, to joking aside, there is help out there if you do have an addiction or if somebody that you or you are familiar with has a drug addiction. There is help out there. Yes. I have lost a number of friends to... Drugs, it's not fun. No. It's not a fun time for anybody. No. So. Um, the, the, one, of the, one of the coolest things, though, about calculators is when you got it to spell out words. And you, when you turned it, you turned it upside down. Hello, or things like Hello! that. <laughs> there was, oh my God, I, re, I literally remember there was a... There was a there was a mathematical equation that someone cooked up mm -hmm. where the where the answer became and you turned it upside down and it said boobless. Boobless. Just <laughs> I know. So stupid. So stupid. It is things like that that entertain the masses. I mean, this is what's wrong with humanity. Oh yeah. I mean, here you had a, a device that you could use to like you know calculate uh, pi and and things like that. And what do we, what do we do? We, we turn it into something. To type out like a, to type out a stupid word like to type out words. I mean, but that's uh, tremendous. Yeah, tremendous. Yeah, I, I mean, this is why uh, P.T. Barnum said no one would ever go broke by you know overestimating. Um, uh, uh, I forget there was something he said. Uh, uh, but, but basically, it had to be do with you know. There's there's one born every minute. There's a sucker born every minute. There's a sucker born every there was, minute. That was actually a song in the, from the musical Barnum. Okay. There's a sucker born every minute. So, uh, but but yeah, it's like you'll never you'll never go broke by appealing to the lowest common denominator. Nope, never. And never. Uh, it's proven every day. Yep. 
It's proven every day. One hundred percent. So, um, Carol says, "Oh, we have presents," and Arthur wants her to open his, his first. first. And it's geriatrics can be fun. Geriatrics can be fun by Yule Gibbons with a forward by Yule Gibbons Yule with a Gibbons. special introduction by Yule Gibbons. Now, if I remember correctly, he, Yule Gibbons he was the one who introduced everyone to granola. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. That's, I, that sounds I about think right. That's, I think that's what he did. That I, re- I remember. Right. I remember that. And uh, oh, I loved. I loved granola. I still enjoy granola. I love. Gr- I love granola. I do. But it was. It was like they were making out like it's this super healthy thing, and uh, it's really. It's, it's not. Oats. It's, it's oats, vegetable oil, and caramel and marshmallows. And yeah, I mean it's it's like so high in sugar. It's really not all that all that healthy for you. I oh my god, anecdotal. Um, there was one day, cause for a while, all I would have for breakfast mm. is oatmeal, mm-hmm. instant oatmeal and peanut butter. Okay. That would be my breakfast. Okay. Do you know that there was one day that they started to recall everything and my mother was like, we're never eating it again. Oh. I'm like, I have not died yet. I have not been poisoned yet. Hmm. I do not have food poisoning from, the- I'm going to continue to eat it. Okay. Actually, instant oatmeal is not really that healthy for No, you. it's not. The, like the regular Regular, oatmeal like steel-cut oatmeal, yeah. Is, that's is, good for that's you. That's good for you. But instant oatmeal is not really good for you because they've sort of taken out everything I mean, it's that's the same, healthy. I mean, it's the same thing so with like general... It's the same thing with all kinds of like cold cereals and hot yeah. cereals. There's it's, just so much, so much sugar, sugar, preservatives, yeah, and all that fun stuff. That stuff is not good for you. The only thing I think that is not too bad is something like uh, shredded wheat. Shredded wheat... Uh, raisin bran. I think Cheerios that Cheerios are not, that are not honey nut. Honey nut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. All of the delicious stuff that I eat almost every day. Yes. Actually, my breakfast now consists of banana and apples with peanut butter because I'm a two-year-old. <laughs> um, uh, so now Arthur, he's, he grabs all the men because he's got to tell them. Uh, I think he starts telling them a joke or something. Yep. He including starts, he starts talking about you know did you hear the joke about the yes. Olympic gold swimmer yes who moved to Italy yes. and became a streetwalker in Venice yes yes and uh, and of course one of the men that he pulled you know was Walter was Walter and of course Maud is like you Walter remember in the bedroom in the bedroom. Yeah, and you know Walter like says that's right, Maud, and like raises yes. his eyebrows up and yes. down. Yes, and I think uh, I think that's when uh, Harvey. It was Harvey who was the uh, uh, the computer mini computer salesman. Yeah. gave gave gives Maud the uh, the uh, mini cal- the mini the, the calculator. We'll just we'll call it a calculator because they did call it a mini computer. Yes. And uh, Vivian's like, oh, now you can get, figure out how old you really are. That was a great <laughs> joke. Yeah. That was such a great joke. There was a long pause, and of course mm. the audience was laughing, mm-hmm. and Maud says, I don't need a calculator to determine that. Right. It's your age minus two. Yes. And the laughter continues, and I just... <sighs> I just love that woman so much. And God, could she deliver a line? She could. Uh, Walter gets pulled away again. Well, I mean, because, you know, it wasn't even that Walter got pulled away. Maud says, oh, it's a mini computer because mm-hmm. Harvey hands her the mini right, computer. Right, right. And, you know, Carol says, I can balance my checkbook. Yes, I can yes. do this and that. 
Yes. And Walter comes over and is so knowledgeable. He's like, oh, yes. Maud, what you don't know about mini computers right. is. Right. It, it, it adds, and then mm -hmm. Maud cuts him off and says, subtracts, divides, yeah. multiplies, yeah. all within a matter of seconds. Exactly. And they're talking over each other, saying yeah. exactly the same thing. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, because uh -huh. Walter has to be the smart, intelligent man, and right. Maud is the dumb, domesticated female. Right. And so, so Walter pulls the mini calculator away. Then him and Arthur and Chris, uh, he tells Chris to give him, uh, or, or yeah, I think he told Chris to give he him a math problem. He told problem. Chris to give him a math problem. So Chris is rattling off like, oh, this divided by this, yeah, subtract by this divided by that, yeah, and uh, and and Arthur, Arthur. He he knew the answer. He did know the answer. At the same time as Walter figured out on the calculator. When Walter said so that number and, um, yeah, he says that's the number. Is it right? And then yeah. Walter, Arthur's like, right. Yeah. A little bit of potpourri for you that Arthur's I character know. is a math whiz. I guess so. Well, just, just because you're a math whiz doesn't mean that, you know. You're intelligent. Yeah. We'll get to that in a moment. So, um, Maud grabs Walter to, to bring him into the kitchen. I loved that line. Again, loved that line so much. Because Maud, like, grabs Walter mm -hmm. and is like, there's something that we need to get into. The, there's something mm -hmm. that there, there's something going on in the kitchen. Yeah, yes. And Walter's like, well, what's, what's, what's going on in the kitchen? Mm -hmm. and Or what's in the kitchen? And Maud says, all hell, Walter, oh, and yeah, it's about to hell. break loose. Yes. And, you know, yeah. we have another moment between Maud and Walter mm -hmm. where, like, Maud is like, I asked you to, like, stand next right, to me. Like, right. please, please, I implore you, just stay with me, hang out with me. You could, you could actually learn to enjoy my company. And uh, she, she says, um, she points out that uh, it's just like he had just done this uh, the last time they went to the movies with Arthur and Vivian. Yeah. Like, Maud and Vivian, uh, they kind they, they of sit behind uh, Walter and Arthur. And Walter says, when I sit with Arthur, I get more popcorn. <laughs> he gets more popcorn. <laughs> and Maud says, we've been to the movie so many times, your hands are all over me except in my popcorn. Right. Well, I think she I think she was she was reminding him that like they used to when they used to first go to when the movies. When they first started going to the movies. That's not where his hands his hands nope, weren't going to the popcorn. Everywhere else but, but the, popcorn. the popcorn. So um, you know, that they're, they're they're arguing about this, and then you know Walter points out, you know we've got there's a we've got a party going on, and yeah. he says, you know what, I I won't I won't move from your 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 side. I think um, Maud initially said you'd be shot if this was the army, you'd be shot if this was World War yeah. Two, you'd be shot for, for desertion. desertion. Yes, yes. So at that point. Maud and Walter exit, and Walter is now tethered yes. to Maud's side. And Maud has the hors d'oeuvres. Yes, and, more hors d'oeuvres. And she tells Carol to try the green one. Yes, and, and Carol's like, why do you want me to try this one? And Maud goes, because these are the ones that we always have leftovers of. Yes. Have you ever done that at a party? What? Where you just say, just eat that one. Don't eat the other stuff, because no. this is the stuff we have leftovers Everything of. Everything I make is delicious. I can attest to that. I can definitely attest to that. You are a good cook. Thank you. You are a good cook. Domestic, go domestic goddess. The mature, the mature domestic, domestic goddess. goddess. That is me. Mature domestic goddess. The reason we laugh about mature goddess oh, mature is because goddess. Tony, oh Tony, in their infinite wisdom, has been posting a lot on TikTok. And oh, yes. Tony is a woman of a certain age. Yes. And because Tony is a woman of a certain age, you know, people will say, wow, you are so brave. You are so wonderful to be your age and still doing drag. Good yes. for you. 
And some people, so kind. some people will comment, <laughs> "Wow, what a mature goddess you the are." One, one guy did. He one said, person he, actually. I was like, them. he said, "Mature goddess," and I, I was can't. like, "I was like, oh yes, that's that's just so what so wonderful." That's such a warm mature comment. goddess. That's yes. such a warm comment. Oh, it just it just fills me with the warmth of human kindness. To be thought of as a mature goddess. I'll be there one day. I'm there oh, now. I'm there now. Who are you kidding? Now. Who are you kidding? I'm such a friggin' old kidding. Woman. You're like one step behind me. You're right. Time. You are not wrong. Literally. You are not wrong. R literally. You are not oh wrong. Oh my. Yeah, they're worse things. They're, <laughs> they're worse yes. things. Yes. So Maud goes over to the couch and Vivian's talking about this their, their friend Edith Hassel, who, who was three weeks late when she had her child. Her baby. Uh, and she like had all this back pain. Yes. And there were just all these problems. All of this and then stuff going on. Boils or something. She got boils I don't all, know. all over her body. Walter is like turning green. Yep. Like it's like he doesn't want to hear about female problems. I mean, did any man in the seventies no. want to hear about female problems? No. They, they just wanted They to don't want to hear about it now. They just wanted to sit in on the topics that the girls were going over when they had to do health class right. and physical ed during their youth. Yes. Yes. Was, I never had the opportunity to watch wait, did I I have to I have to ask myself that question. What? Because when we when when I was younger we had sexual education mm -hmm. where we would like go over you know, boy things and girl things and um, <laughs> did did they um, they did this to me? Yeah, uh, they they this I gotta hear. They separated the boys and the girls. Yes, they did that. And with they us. they showed the boys. Yes, this this like video film, produced by Disney. This film of like you know this this woman giving birth. Yep. And so like, that, I saw that in health class. And I think like, it was. <laughs> When, when the baby came out, like the, all the boys they were just like, oh, and the one guy, one kid, he was like, oh, she's nasty. <laughs> screaming. I'm screaming. That's disgusting. Because she didn't wax. That's why. That's why. That was the only reason. Because we watched the same video. Isn't that terrible? Tony, I feel bad Lisa. for this woman. I feel so. I feel so bad for that woman. That poor thing. That poor. Did she poor know what she was getting into? She knew. She knew. I it can't. was. It was. It was that whole like you know that whole seven seventies thing of, of like you know oh natural childbirth and 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 bringing the the baby out, out of the womb. It's like this you know <laughs> spiritual thing and bringing you closer to nature and uh, it was just like. Uh, strapped to a that, table, yeah. numb from the neck down. That is exactly how uh, I would have child. That's exactly, exactly how I would have child. Exactly. I would be like, drugs? Cesarean. 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 No, I wouldn't want a cesarean. I would just want to be like, you know, the the uh, uh, the, the spinal thing so oh that I'm numb. The epidurals. The epidurals. The epidurals. All the drugs. Give, give me, you know, all the drugs. All the drugs. Just give me all the drugs. I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to feel a damn thing. Yes, but um, you know, but we we are not you know capable of childbirth. We are not capable of childbirth. So it's not really our place. Although I have had enough children in my day. I have, I have their birth certificates. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> 
so, so Walter is turning green. Walter is turning green. He does not want to hear about these female problems. Arthur grabs Walter and starts asking him about the energy the energy crisis. crisis. Yes. Now, because years ago, people actually blamed the oil industry and not the president. Uh, well, what a concept! Well, uh, the oil industry was at fault too. Correct. The, they were not. They were not. Uh, of course, they were. They weren't innocent. They were not. They blameless. weren't blameless. They were not blameless. Um and. Uh, and uh, we know now that uh, Nixon kept, may, may, you know, conspired with the uh, oil companies. Yeah. They had barges offshore filled with oil that they kept from getting to the, the U.S. shores. And um, they did this because they wanted to jack up the price of oil. Yeah. That's literally all And it here was. we are where it's three fifty a gallon. Three fifty a gallon. Because it went from, I think it was, I was like... Um, I was a little kid, and I remember because gas was maybe twenty five like, cents. It was like twenty five cents, twenty five fifty cents a gallon. And then all of a sudden, it like it like it like doubled in price yeah. to like fifty something cents, and people were like outraged, outraged. And um, and they were they were like gas stations were like running out of gas. Yep. They were like and they were like lines. I remember like the uh, local gas station. My mother had to actually make an appointment. They they actually had like an appointment book. She had to make an appointment for when, like, they we could get gas in the car. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, um, unbelievable. It really was, and that's that's when the the gas price just started, started going, going up. up and up and up and up. So who do we have to thank for that, Tony? We have a Republican. The to Republicans thank for it. to thank for it. Yes. At least I'm, I'm I'm not bitter. So uh, Arthur is he's asking Walter. He says, "Doesn't he think that this energy crisis is being blown?" Out he, of he initially asks, "What uses more electricity? Electric clocks or electric toothbrushes?" Right. And Walter says, "An electric an electric toothbrush uses seven watts, mm -hmm. where an electric clock only uses two. Mm -hmm. So Joker, Joker, right. Arthur quips mm -hmm. with Chris." Um, mm -hmm. That they that everyone should start brushing their teeth with their clocks, mm -hmm. which I thought was adorable. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a cute little cute yeah. little bit of dialogue. And uh, Walter calls out Arthur for still driving, driving an eight cylinder. An eight cylinder. He's got a bi a big car. A big car that is an eight cylinder. Yeah. Oh, here, here fun fact. Go ahead. My father was a car salesman at that time. Yes, you told me. He was working for Ford. Uh huh. And they had all these, you know, these big gas guzzling cars. Yeah. Because when they were made, the gas was only like 20-something cents a gallon. Yeah. So, I mean, it was nothing to fill up the car. And um, and then when the um, – and they, they discussed this because Arthur points out that Walter's, you know, he's got a, a foreign car. But the, the reason that people started buying the foreign cars mm -hmm. was because they had such a, a better MPG um, for, you know – they got more yes, miles, more to miles the gallon. To gallon. And um, what happened with my father was, like, you know, up until this point, he was doing really good as a car salesman. Yep. So as this happened, like the sales of the of like the Fords and Chevys, mm, Oldsmobile, they they tanked because nobody wanted them. All was that's when people started yeah. buying um, Toyotas. And, uh, and that's what Arthur even joked about it, yeah. saying, you know, you, Walter, you have a foreign car. Yes. That's what's making General Motors tag, mm -hmm. because people were buying right, right. foreign cars. Yes. Yes. Um, but, you know, they wanted cars that 
had you know better MPQs. had better gas mileage. Yeah, because you know you could, they couldn't Long, afford a longer shelf life. You couldn't you couldn't afford they 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 couldn't afford the uh, the gas. I've driven anymore. a I've driven a Toyota for pretty much all of my driving life, mm-hmm. which has only been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all I've driven were Toyotas, and mm-hmm. now I'm driving a Ford, and it's just like. I'd rather drive the Toyota because yeah. it's better on gas. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I actually, I let my car sometimes get to half a tank and then I fill up. Mm-hmm. When I'm a half a tank, I usually fill up and uh-huh. it's 50 bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So now I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to drive. So you're down what to is like between, fumes. No, what is, no, God, no, I would never because then it would be like $100. Like $100 and yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's true. Um... But now instead of waiting until I'm at a half, uh-huh. I'm waiting until I'm at three quarter or a quarter. In between a quarter and a half, five eighths. Five eighths. Okay. I drive <laughs> when I'm at five, five eighths, eighths. That's when I fill up, and I'm like, okay, thirty dollars, forty dollars. I can handle that. Doesn't I can feel live as bad. With that. Doesn't feel as bad. Uh, while they, while all this is going on, Maud has gone into the kitchen. And, She's uh, getting a rope. She comes out with a rope. She comes out with a rope. <laughs> so dramatic. Actually, of even before that, Maud comes over and is like quipping with, um, like it's Walter, Arthur, and Maud rapping about you know what's going on as far as the energy crisis is concerned. Right. And I think even Maud joked about mm-hmm. how it was offshore drilling or mm-hmm. offshore um, oil mm-hmm. that was the reason that all of this was happening. Mm-hmm. Like Maud called it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Walter says to Arthur, like, you are a slave to the government. Mm. And it was, ju- it was just an interesting conversation. Yes. Like, one of the things, again, one of the things that I love about Maud is that they will inject these very, very heavy political messages yes. into the show yes. while also going over something incredibly humorous. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just does such a beautiful job of yeah. showing that dichotomy. The juxtaposition. And the juxtaposition. There's your SAT word There's your SAT of the word day. for the day. So, um, meanwhile now, Maud has come out with the rope. Yep. And, and she gets a chair. Got the chair. She starts. She, she starts to hang herself. She forms she puts, a noose. She puts the noose around her head. And Carol's like, "Mother, what are you what doing? Are you doing? She says, "I'm hanging myself. It's the only way I'm going to get Walter's notice me. attention. Only way yes. to get Walter's attention." And and Maud is going to Walter. Look at me. <laughs> She's saying goodbye. 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 I'm hanging myself. Walter's going to have fun. <laughs> that's good. That's nice, Maud. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> And, and Vivian's so, like, if you slip and fall, you'll ruin your facelift. <laughs> so ah, stupid. And that's when we, we took the break. Yes. Commercial break. That was where we took the break. Actually, Walter said that his car say? his car gets 20 to 22, 22 miles to the gallon. 22 miles per the gallon. Isn't he's got that a foreign something? Because he has yes. a foreign car. He's got a foreign car. So, uh, we come back. Maud is, Maud is in her in, in the bedroom. In the bedroom crying, She's playing, playing solitaire. solitaire. Was she crying? There was a moment where she had, like, this scarf in her hand, and she was, like, dabbing tears away from her face. Okay. And uh, Walter is downstairs telling telling uh, the guests, or uh, I think he was telling them anything. You know, he Maud was telling them anything it's for alluded, a laugh. It's alluded to the fact that Walter is at the top of the steps heading upstairs yes. to talk to Maud. Yes. And he's saying to the crowd, like, Maud will do anything She'll for do a anything laugh. do anything for a laugh. Let's just, let's, let's. We'll yes. figure it out. Yes. And she'll be back down in a moment. Yes. And he starts laughing and then enters the room and he's yeah. just like, what the hell are you doing yeah. in here? Yeah. What the hell are you yeah. doing He's like, here? the guests are waiting. Uh, and he's asking her, what, 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 do you, what do you want from me? Um, and Maud is 
being wildly melodramatic. Oh, God, yes. Wildly melodramatic. Yes. It's what made Maud Maud. Yes. Just be Maud being Maud. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, it's all right, Master. I'll keep the incense burning while, yes. you while you're downstairs entertaining yes. the guests. She holds this little scarf over her over yeah, her mouth. Yeah, she's whole, doing a whole little uh, uh, I Dream of Jeannie kind of a thing. Yeah. Telling, you know, calling, saying that Walter's her master. Yep. His every w wish is her command. Yep. And uh, she gives him the bell. She gives him a little tiny bell that he can ring. Yes. And she says, one tingle will yes, suffice. that's all she needs. Just one tingle and, you know. And then at that point when she hands Walter the bell, mm -hmm. um, Walter is trying to have a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. And instead, Maud is singing the Sheik of Arabic. Yes, yes. Which I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's a really, it's a really cute song. Mm -hmm. um, so she's humming that. Walter is like trying to talk to her, like, mm -hmm. "Will you please just come downstairs? Can mm -hmm. we like, can we please? Mm -hmm. There are guests downstairs." So he's like, "Maud, get downstairs!" And he rings the bell. Yes. Maud bounds to her feet mm. and says, "Is it time, Master? Your every wish is my command." And, and throws herself on the bed. On the bed. Yes. Yes. She's like, "I'm waiting." <laughs> You're my ding dong daddy from Dubas. <laughs> um, because again. Uh. Maud is being incredibly childish. Right. But is she being unreasonable? Okay, now we didn't actually discuss the point, the whole point of that, you know, like the women going off with the women and the, and the men going, going off, off with, with the, the men. men. Now, when I, when I was actually, when I was actually married mm -hmm. to my wife, yes. I mean, I actually, <laughs> I actually preferred to stay with the women. I really had no desire to be with the men because yep. generally they were talking about things sports, that you were not interested sports in. and you know you know things that you weren't interested was in. not interested I, you know I was I was much happier to discuss TV shows cooking cooking go, you know decorating Home shopping decorating uh, yeah so um, when <sighs> I used to be taken to my grandmother's hairdressers mm -hmm. i was the life of the party oh i'm sure i was a five-year-old spitfire i, have no I was amongst my people yes i was amongst these older blue-haired women mm -hmm. and i was in my glories mm -hmm. because i'm hearing this one talk about that i'm hearing that one talk about this i'm here uh, just the gossip and it was yes. just it was just so much fun. I know. I was I was an it old was, lady at I heart. I was an at, old lady at heart. As a child too. We actually had my mother had these two uh two aunts. Mm -hmm. Her her aunt Katie and yeah. her, her aunt Lucy. Okay. They were the, they were her father's sisters. Mm -hmm. Um uh, when they were uh younger, they they would say that um my uh my mother's father was their uh older brother. Yes. As they, uh, was that no? When they were when when they were younger, they was they would say he was the kid brother. Yeah. But as as they got older, he became he became the older brother. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like so. I never really knew whether they were you older never than knew him, whether they were older or younger. Or younger than him. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. That's something I would do. Uh, that is definitely so, something I would do. Yes. Uh, and they would like tell these stories about because they were Sephardic Jews. And they emigrated from, I believe, Turkey. Okay. And uh, but they were, I think they were, I think they emigrated from Spain to Turkey. Yep, that's usually then, the case. Um, 
and then they came to America. But they they had these stories about when they you know lived in Europe. Yeah, like they said, like uh, uh, oh no, this actually happened when they came to America. Okay, they were used to like you would go to the movies and you you brought your own food. Yes. And uh, you weren't supposed to do that. No. You know, and you're still not supposed to do that. You're still not supposed to do that, but it hasn't stopped people from buying those, yeah. like, foam tummies with, yes. the, with the food in it. Yes. Uh, so, but they, they were really, you know, poor. They brought hard-boiled eggs <laughs> to the movie theater as their, as their snacks to eat while they're watching movies. And, you know, they said they'd, like, be, you know, quietly, like, taking out the hard-boiled eggs and eating hard-boiled eggs, and people would be like... What's that smell? Oh my god! <laughs> but these, it was like you know stories like this that like as a little kid, I you are fascinated, fascinated by. You were fascinated, fascinated by these conversations. Fascinated. I can't. I can't begin to tell you. Oh my goodness, that's too funny. It was so funny, but uh, that yeah, is too funny. So, but uh, I don't know. Never the you know the the women splitting off from the men it never it never bothered me. I mean. On the one hand, I get it because, you know, Maud, militant, liberal, feminist, you know, she wants to involve her husband in the conversations that she's having. It's yeah. just unfortunate that some of the conversations that women have, men just aren't interested in. And some of the conversations that men have, women just aren't interested in. Oh, but I do have I do have a, a relevant story. Okay. Um, this happened a few years ago. Okay. With my husband. Okay. Um, he got invited to an old friend's house for a barbecue yep. kind of a thing yep. and he knew people yep. there and I did not yep. and um, he just like went off and left me oh no by myself oh no and I didn't you know knew nobody <laughs> so I was just like you know sitting around by myself of course you were um let me say that the drive home was probably you know we've 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 almost never, ever, ever fought. argued, but this or time, argued. this time you did. That was a biggie. That one was a biggie, and I was, I was like, you know, I, I didn't know anyone there. You, you just, you just left me. You went off, and I'm like sitting there like a bump on a log. Yep. Don't know anybody. Nobody yep. to talk to. I was like, I was mad. I was very mad. So, uh, that's one instance where I could. Sort of think, it, it, it that that bothered me. My problem is, yeah, when I am in a specific space, mm -hmm. I have to chew the scenery. Okay, I will make myself. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say an obstacle, a spectacle. A spectacle. I will make a spectacle of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will just talk to like random people, like specific it, when I'm talking like in a social setting. Like if it's in a social setting, I will try and be the life of the party. Mm -hmm. Um, there was actually one time recently. It was me, my ex, and my ex's best friend, and uh, whom he's no longer friends with. Um, and we were just kvetching and carrying on, like waiting to go to this specific mm -hmm. event. And I was dressed very fetchingly. I had him like a black latex corset, black leather pants, uh, man-tailored shirt, buttoned down, rolled up sleeves. I had on a gorgeous smoky cat, a gorgeous cat eye. Um, and we're just walking, bumming around. He was in a three-piece suit. Um, and his friend was in just regular black attire. And we walked mm -hmm. to the gig, like walked to their friend's gig mm -hmm. and just... 
all eyes were on me. Uh-huh. And I loved every second mm-hmm. of it. But I mean, I also knew when to give space to other people. Like mm-hmm. if somebody else wanted to have a conversation with people, I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll just I'll just chill over here. You guys can talk. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go over to this one. and the, Like when I go to conventions, mm-hmm. it literally goes like this. Oh my God. Hi. How are you? Oh my God. It's been so long since I've seen you. I've been loving your posts on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I'm being pulled in this direction. I love you so much. Please keep in touch. Oh my God. Hi. Same thing. Uh-huh. Over and over and over again. Being pulled in every single direction. And that I miss makes it sense. so much. I mean, that makes sense. I miss it so much. I mean, I have like similar experiences when, I, when, when I'm you're in drag. drag. But like when, you know, I'm I'm not in drag. Like if I... If I Go into a new situation yeah. where, like, I don't know people. Yeah, I'm very shy. Really? Oh yeah. I yeah. never knew I'm that. Not, yes. Well, you you know. I know Tony. Holmes, you know me. I don't know Tony as, Maza. Well, well, you, you you do, but you've gotten. I mean, you've gotten to know. That's true. The the no, you're right. The the you know the undrag me. The 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 woman behind the the, the woman behind the mask. The woman behind the mask. Um, but yeah, like if I go into like a, a social situation where like I don't know anybody, I'm not in drag. Yeah, I'm very different. Sense. Nope, I'm I get very it. Very different. I get it. So, so Maud and Maud and Walter Maud are arguing. Walter are arguing. And you know, Maud is continually like falling down on the bed every time Walter yes. rings the bell. Yes. And you know, at that point, Walter like storms downstairs and says. Maud's being a small petulant child. Oh, but before that, Maud before had that. this little. Uh, she was she was saying uh, talking about um, was it Socrates, and how he said that you know men Hamlet love... Hamlet oh Hamlet Hamlet men love, love men, men only tolerate women and they only tolerate women. Hamlet said I love thee Horatio he said I love yes. thee to all the men yes. what did he say to the only woman in the cast yes. get, get thee, thee to, to a nunnery yes. Very true. Because that's what happens. Like, I think Walter finally, like, has enough, and Maud's like, oh, come on now. And then Maud becomes Mm -hmm. the militant feminist and, like, really, like, gives it to Walter because that's just what she And he says to her, get thee down to the guests. (laughs) And she falls down because he rang the bell. Yes. And uh, so Walter says, "He's he's going down. So as Walter starts to proceed, we see him coming down the stairs, and all the couples, the couples are, fighting. are arguing. All the men Chris and the women is are fighting with, with each Carol. Other. Yes, uh, Vivian's uh, arguing with Arthur. The Crumpton's are arguing. Yes, the, the Harvey, Harvey, Harvey and his wife and are his arguing. Wife. They're all are they're all arguing. And Walter with calls each other. upstairs, Maud, come downstairs. Everyone's talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Wal- Walter announces to everyone that Maud is not feeling well. Um. And uh, Carol's like, well, she's she's not surprised, and uh, and I th- I think this is what when doesn't Arthur said something, I don't know what Arthur said, but Arthur said something about how women just aren't interesting enough to talk to, or something to that effect. Yeah, and Vivian like gasps and says. Arthur, I can't believe you would say something like that. Mm. And Carol turns to him and goes, Arthur, the next time you want to test your disposal, talk to it. Yeah. And <laughs> another great line. Yes. And uh, Walter, he was trying to, like, make an excuse for Maud, but then he finally, he just, he just, like, he just tells everybody what's going on. Yeah. He, you know. Because he realizes. Yeah. He goofed. Yeah. He realizes that he blew it because right. he realizes, like, this party was for Maud and right. I blew it. Here right. I am, like, making a mess of things because right. I wasn't by my wife's side the yes. entire time. Yes. Um, but before that, or even after that, I think, 
Arthur's like, you want to try and get her down here? Call fire. Yes. He's, like, everyone well, screams fire. Arthur comes up with a... He's, like, trying to come up with a scheme. He's been... Get, he was an idiot this uh, episode. Yes, to get to get more down. So he's saying, he's saying, let's let's all yell fire. So they yell fire. Of course, nothing happens. So he goes... To the top of the <laughs> stairs. Halfway. Halfway. He's halfway on the stairs. To the top of the stairs and calls out, Mod fire! Fire! And there's a big splash splash of water. And he's like, he does like a bucket of water is thrown on him. Yep. Uh, And he's he's like very funny. He says that he's he he wants to go home. And Walter tells him, you know, don't go home. I'll pay for the dry cleaning. No, he says, I'll I'll buy buy you you a a new new suit. suit. Arthur tells him, 38 long. 38 long. <laughs> what a friend. What a friend. Uh, and Walter so, says, it's no use. We're never going to get her down. Yep. That's when Carol says, no. FOMO Maud. Yes. FOMO Maud. Fear of missing out Maud. One thing she can't resist, it would be if, if we're all having fun. Yeah. So, so then they come up with the idea uh, that George is a good laugher. So they're going to have George... Go at the, the the bottom of the stairs to laugh up the stairs, and uh, he he says, "Well, he can't just let la- he can't just laugh for no good reason." Yeah. So Walter has to make a funny face, and he made a very stupid funny face, but it got George to laugh. It got George to laugh, and we that's when we hear his hyena laugh. That's when we hear the hyena laugh. Yes. Um, which which sort of then starts everybody laughing. Everyone starts laughing, and then I think Carol's like, "Put on some music." Maud loves to dance. Yes. And they put on some rock and roll record. Yes. And well, they, and well, they keep they kept cutting back to Maud in the bedroom, and she's sort of like you know peeking her head out and like listening. Uh, so Carol puts on music, so they all start they start dancing horribly. Yeah, with the exception of Carol, who actually has rhythm. Yes. And Maud is, you know, she like she's, she's also getting into the groove yes, and she's moving like, her body with her around, playing solitaire and doing a, like a card dance. Um. Then Walter, he turns off the music, and he realizes, he's like, no, if we're going to get it with music, he said, we need to do the conga. Yep. Then, and, like, that's what that's what they, they need to do. Um, she loves a party. That's what Carol said. She yes. loves a party. And Vivian's like, yes, mm-hmm. why else would she be married four times? That's right. <laughs> so they start doing the conga line, and they're like, da 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 yep. Da, da, da. Uh, they put George back at the back at the, the stairs. stairs. Carol puts George laugh. back at the stairs to laugh. Uh, they're doing the conga, and Maud, Maud comes downstairs, comes down. and she sees George laughing. And remember that scarf that she used to dab her eyes? Yeah. She shoved that scarf right, right into his mouth. Right in his right in his mouth. Right into his gullet. So she's she's goes over to like the kit the kitchen, and as soon as she does, the door like. Opens, opens and slams into her, her in the face. And the, the, the conga line comes out. And they, they're all like filter, you know, they come out into the, into the living room. Yep. And, you know, when, the when you know, the door is finally able to open, you know, we see Maud's like holding her face. Holding her face. Um, and, you know, everyone starts like, everyone turns around and notices that Maud was there. And Maud's like, is there room, room for, for one, one more? more? And, and they're like, welcome to the party. And uh, she tells Walter that, you know, she's been behaving. She said he was right. She has been behaving like a child. I have written down Truman Capote. Oh, yes. There was there was, there was some statement that, that I think it was. Oh, because, a... uh, uh, no, that that's not. Oh, that comes up. That's okay. not. That, that's, that's not, not yet. yet. Okay. That's not yet. 
So, you know, she's she's telling Walter she's sorry, she was behaving like a child. Yep. And Walter and Maud are making up. Arthur has to ruin it by saying, Oh, oh don't she, you know it worked? She, that crummy idea, she, she fell for she it. Fell for she it. fell for it. She fell for it. And Maud is like, then she realizes they weren't, they were just doing this to get her down. Yep. So she's going to go back upstairs. Yep. And Wal that's when Walter is like, Maud, you know, I, I, who do you think put, was putting all, did all this work? Who was Truman putting Capote? Truman Capote. Yeah. I had to leave work two hours early. Um, I had to get everything set up, put everything together, get you a gift. Yeah, and then, but then he stops and he's like, what am I? What am I saying? He said, "I I promised you that I wouldn't leave your side." That and I, I blew it. And I I yeah, and you know, and he says, "I I'm I'm really sorry." Yeah, and you know, it's a it's an honest apology, and she she forgives him, and uh, that's when he gives her the present that he got her. Yep. And it is a beautiful powder blue negligee. I would say with a dressing gown. Dressing gown. Okay. A yes. beautiful powder blue dressing gown with, with, with like a white ostrich feather. Fringe. Not ostrich feather. Um, it's white. Oh, it is sort of some a... type of bird marabou feather. Yeah. I think either marabou or yes. or ostrich feather. Yes. Um, trim. Yes. Very on, like the cuffs and the, and the collar. If you remember in certain promo shots of Maud. Was she wearing that? that Is that the one the, she was that wearing? That was the dressing gown I thought she was it wearing. was. I thought it was. You can find that if you, you know, Google. If you Google Maud or B. Arthur, you'll find that picture you'll of find her in the powder blue, in the powder blue, in the powder blue dressing, dressing gown. gown. And, I uh, love dressing gowns. It's beautiful, beautiful. I love wearing dressing gowns. Yes. I could live in a dressing gown. I thought you did. I do. <laughs> it's purple. It's beautiful. Oh, and Moses, how to Walter? How can I thank you? And he rings, rings the, the bell. bell. <laughs> and he rings the little tiny bell. Yeah, and Moses like, well, it serves, serves me, me right. right. Uh, and then at that point. Maud pulls all the girls aside. Maud pulls all the girls aside to show them the, the dress. dressing gown. And she says, "Isn't it all? Isn't it just like a man? Yeah. Something that takes a minute to put on and ten, 10 seconds for them to take off." And then Walter is going like, uh, "Maud, Maud, remember you? in the bedroom?" Yes. And she's like, "Be, be with you she's in a like, minute." You who Walter, be with you in a minute. Yes. And then the two, the two, the men and the women are, are on separate sides again. Because it's cute when Maud does it. Yes. It's very cute. It's when okay Maud when does she it. it's, it's okay, okay when she does when it. When she does it. But you know, not when not when Walter does it. So the epilogue. The epilogue has Walter saying, Happy Well well, well no. Maud was was like looking at the presents. Okay. And then Walter comes in from the kitchen with, with the, the cake. cake. And uh, he's he's uh, noting how that you know she's forty eight years, years old. old, and in two years, two more she, years, two more years, she'll be half, half a century. century. And he tells her to make, make a, a wish. wish. So she puts her fingers together, closes her eyes, looks to the sky, and as she's wishing, Walter is walking over and he trips. He trips, and the cake, his face goes right and into the cake. And his face goes right into the cake. And Maud uh, laughs, turns to him, and goes. My wish came true. Yes, and uh, that's and that's that's how the episode that's how ends. the episode ends. I do all things considered, I really do love a cream pie joke. Uh huh. 
I really do. Like, mm-hmm. pie in the face. Uh-huh. Jo- I love, I don't know why. I just, the older I've gotten, the more I appreciate the pie in the face joke. Yes, pie in the face. Not not, not, not cream pie. That that has another connotation. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm a good sure Christian woman who doesn't know that term. I'm sure you don't. I don't know that I term. Know. What yeah, does it mean? <laughs> this is supposed to be, you know, semi-family friendly. <laughs> okay. I'll show you on the Twitter feed. Stop! So we thank you for wa- listening, listening to for listening to another episode of God Will Get You For That Walter. If you'd we like do. to follow us, you can on YouTube at God Will Get You For That Walter, on Facebook at God Will Get You For That Walter. You can also find us on Instagram at Finley's Friendly Appliances. If you would like to follow me, you can at that Tomcat on all forms of social media. That is me. Who are you? And uh, you can follow me, Tony Homeperm, and that's Tony with an I. With an I. Uh, Facebook, website, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Hashtag mature goddess. Ma- hashtag mature goddess. Hashtag mature goddess. I'm going to kill you for that. No, you're not. <laughs> we thank you guys for listening, and you'll catch us on another episode of God'll Get You for That, Walter. Bye, guys. Good night. <laughs>